Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I am so thankful to be your host. We're in Season 20, Podcast 21, and we're so thankful that you're here. This is the 16th day of June, 2022. Actually, I'm doing it a few months previous to that, and you may be listening to it years later. But we're glad you're here. We're going to be looking at one of the more fascinating artifacts and really underexplored of ancient Christian writings here on Biblical Archaeology Today, and it's the Monarchian Prologues. And I'm on earlychristianwritings.com. Let's get started. Again, thankful you're here. The estimated range of dating for this is 200 to 450 A.D. Here's some information on the Monarchian prologues, and I'll give you some other things I've got from Oxford University. J. Corsten, or Coston, Q-U-A-S-T-E-N, writes, there's a series of longer prologues of the Gospels, the so-called Monarchian prologues, which used to be assigned to the first half of the third century. According to P. Corson, They were written at Rome about 30 years after the Muratorian fragment in Monarchian circles. Their original language was Latin, although they used Greek sources. Corson held they constituted another proof for the Monarchian character of the official Roman teaching at the date mentioned above. However, his idea of the Monarchian origin never seemed very convincing was abandoned after J. Chapman and E. Charles Babat connected them rather with Spain. They are now thought to have been composed at the end of the 4th or beginning of the 5th century by some Priscillianist, and that would be Priscillian, who was killed there at Trier for believing monarchianism. A Sandrites related to that group of anti-Martianite prologues, or those so-called monarchist prologues, which are usually attached to the Gospels in the transmission of the Vulgate. They probably come from the end of the 4th century, so they'd be the late 300s. They have their closest parallels in the ambiance of Priscillian or his movement. That comes from the Dictionary of Erling Christian Literature, page 502. And that's exactly what I was going to say from Oxford University. They've come to that conclusion as well. And so, it's fascinatingly enough, okay, so the Vulgate becomes, through Jerome, the, what a linguist he was, the predominant Bible in Western Christianity till now, really, uh, but especially through the 19th century. And Almost every edition of the Vulgate and the four Gospels, and I've read them. I wish I had it in front of me, as a matter of fact, right now to read them to you. Had these Monarchian prologues, which are basically that the Father came in flesh in contradistinction. And I know to many people this doesn't really even mean a distinction that the Word or the second person of the Trinity came in flesh. That seems to be the real battleground 
as it mentioned, used to think that they come from the early 3rd century in Rome and that Rome had what would now be called oneness. It's kind of a general term. I really like sticking with biblical terms. I say non-biblical terms just to have, you know, but people know designations, but I'm totally fine just using biblical language to describe God. I think we all should. But uh, because there was a strong, what would again be called sabellianism or modalistic monarchianism at uh, Rome, and uh, many, I'm not sure I'd say most, many scholars would say that was just the original faith of the New Testament church. And so just fascinatingly enough, the church that kind of became associated over the centuries with Trinitarianism and all that entails, because here in the 21st century in dealing with certain apologists, everybody's like, well, the Trinity is this. Well, that has not been the case over the centuries of studying Christianity. And there was much elasticity on what was meant by Trinitarianism and putting up guardrails for tritheism on one side, uh, to monarchian on the other side, and then yet another side of the dangers of subordinationism. And obviously, I would just lean towards the biblical view of God. So anyhow, Monarchian Prologues, fascinating. You want, want any further study? God bless you. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, invite your friends, family, church, family, be with us. And uh, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. They say that really helps people find us. And we want to say, God bless you. We love you. We pray that uh, God will richly bless you in the name of Jesus. So uh, join us daily. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.